everybody welcome to trek trek i'm your host justin chang and with me is randy nelson hey justin how's it going uh, pretty good it's been busy week for me um i know it's been busy for you as well but uh, yeah we've been uh been just in the trenches as it were yeah uh but you know the one highlight as always has been the fact that you know we work hard all week and then we know that we can count on there being a little Star Trek in our lives every Sunday. Yeah. Except except for uh, this coming Sunday. <laughs> yeah. Um I don't know I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna have to go back and, and watch some other Trek, I guess. Yeah, I'm still watching some classic Trek mm-hmm. uh in my free time. I'd like to go back and watch uh Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, you know, I've only ever, I think maybe we've discussed it on the show before, but I've only ever, you know, seen maybe half of the first season of that. So maybe it's uh, maybe it's about time. That and the, and the animated series. Mm, there yeah. are some big standouts that I haven't seen. And, well, most of Voyager. So. Uh, it's okay. So there's a lot, basically, I'm saying. I could watch. True. Uh, there's also Star Trek Nemesis. Uh, no, it's, you're, you're okay. Not watching that one. <laughs> I think that's maybe the only Star Trek film I've never seen. Yeah, it is definitely. But, uh, no, we, we've had, uh, we've had a season of Star Trek Discovery. The first new Star Trek in forever. Yeah. So it wrapped up, uh, last weekend. Uh, so we're going to talk about Star Trek Discovery season one, episode 15, the season one finale. Uh, episode is called will you take my hand hmm. uh, episode begins and the klingons are on their way to earth so it's bad news all around yeah uh on uh discovery Giorgio is very commanding on the bridge because you know she's the mirror universe emperor that almost no one knows yeah. this is the, the case michael had enough of Giorgio's attitude so she tries to expose Giorgio as a fake which does not please the former emperor uh, ultimately, though, Michael has no choice but to work with Giorgio against their common enemy, the Klingons. Uh, that's the opening credits. Um, so Giorgio and Michael speak with Laurel about where to land on Kronos. And uh, Giorgio grows tired of Laurel being unhelpful. So uh, <laughs> she kicks the crap out of Laurel. <laughs> I was going to say, you said she speaks with Laurel? <laughs> if, if you mean with her feet... <laughs> Well, they try, and then yeah. it doesn't go anywhere. And now we see uh, one of the re- reasons why they cast uh, her for her uh, martial arts experience. Yeah. Michael takes uh, Giorgio to Tyler because Tyler mm-hmm. has Vox memories, and uh, he's able to provide better information uh, than the 100-year-old Vulcan map that they have. Right. Yeah, so, that they got from the Orions. Yeah, so... Uh, Giorgio's team, their away team, will include Michael, Tyler, and Tilly. Because Giorgio remembers Killy from the Mirror Universe. Yeah. It's like, well, you, you must be just like her, you know? <laughs> Actually, he, she makes a, uh, she cracks a joke about Tilly's hair, I think. Yeah. And then in the next scene, Tilly has the straight hair again. <laughs> uh, Discovery teleports into Kronos, and the way team is beamed over to an Orion outpost on the planet's surface. 
where they're going to sell some weapons from Lorca's stash because they mm-hmm. need some money. Right, right. Oh, right. So there was a previous scene, or at least just like a little hint of a scene, where uh, Giorgio was going to kind of raid Lorca's armory or whatever, his lab, mm-hmm. which we hadn't seen since, I don't know, the first half of the first season. So they go to this Orion outpost. It's kind of Star Wars-ish. Like we see a lot of aliens wandering around eating weird food, including some SETI worms, I noticed, Mm -hmm. which is gross. Yeah. And then Tilly eats some uh, Gormagander, some space Mm -hmm. whale. Yeah. She doesn't like it when she finds out what it is. Yeah. She likes it before then. (laughs) Uh, While Giorgio enjoys herself, uh, Tyler gambles and gets very into this uh, Klingon gambling game Mm -hmm. and uh, disturbs Michael. Because the Cleons who killed their parents, they were uh-huh. they were laughing after her parents were killed. Right, right. And they were, yeah, Tyler and the, the Klingons are getting really into this game. And Tyler was basically a Klingon <laughs> while, while they were playing it. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Tilly meets with Clint Howard. Yes. He's playing an Orion. Yeah. It's nice, a nice little cameo by... By Clint, who was in, you know, one of the most memorable original series episodes. I was very disappointed that he did not offer any Tranya. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it would have been a a, a nice tie in there. Uh, so Tilly inhales something that knocks her out, uh, which is not good because she's holding the drone. That is the key to their mission of mapping Kronos. Right, it's handcuffed to her. I was like, okay, that's a weird touch, but all right. Uh, Luckily, she wakes up before Clint can cut the drone's case off her wrist. (laughs) And uh, Clint tells her that she inhaled some volcanic vapor because Mm -hmm. the volcanoes on Kronos are active. Despite what Georgia has told them. Right. So that means the drone would be destroyed by the heat, obviously. Right, right. So how's that going to work, right? So Tilly opens the case and finds a hydrobomb. Mm-hmm. That's not a drone. No, it turns water to explosives, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so right as Tilly is telling Michael, uh, Giorgio appears and knocks Tilly out. Uh, later, Tilly meets up with uh, Michael and Tyler and explains that the hydro bomb will make Kronos uninhabitable in mere weeks. Mm-hmm. And uh, while Michael is relaying this information to Saru, uh, Giorgio directs the bomb the hydro bomb into Cronus's core. Mhm. At this point I'm thinking, uh where is this going? <laughs> Cuz this looks pretty final. Uh later Michael's back on discovery and talks to Cornwell and Michael realizes she was mistaken at the battle of the binary stars in that she gave up her principles in order to survive, uh which is exactly what the federation is attempting now. Mm-hmm. And the uh, Discovery crew refuses to give up their principles. It's all about being very pro Starfleet and Federation right now. Right, right. Uh, on Kronos, Michael confronts Giorgio to stop her from detonating the bomb. And Michael's gambit works. Uh, then Tyler and Laurel enter. And Michael tells Laurel about the bomb. And Giorgio codes the detonator to Laurel's DNA. So with this power, Laurel can take command over the other Cleons. Mm-hmm. And then Basically, they, yeah. And then they let Giorgio free to go. 
Right. This so. mirror universe emperor is just free to run about. So we're to assume, well, we don't know what's going to happen in the rest of Discovery yet, but I mean, at this point, we're to assume that she's just kind of kicking around out there yeah. during the events of the original series. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sure. I wonder if we'll ever see her again. <laughs> Probably, yes. <laughs> uh, later, uh, Tyler tells Michael that he's going to go off with Laurel. Which I thought was weird because Tyler's yeah. whole thing was about being human again. About being human. He considered Laurel to be his captor and his torturer. Yeah. And he's um, in love with Michael. Right. So, I mean, it seems like his only point to going off with Laurel is like, I can kind of bridge this uneasy piece. I guess. I'm human and Klingon. I guess. I guess. Or it's just to set up a, re- a reunion later on <laughs> between him and, and, and Michael, right? Right. Yeah. It was I, weird. I foresee. Yeah. Not expecting it. Um, later, Laurel tells the other Klingons that she will be the new leader to reunify the Klingons or else. Or else or she'll else. blow up Kronos. Yeah. I mean, I guess this does seem like quite a Klingon way to, way to go about things, right? Like, basically, you'll unite under me or we'll blow up our homeworld. Even later, Michael is back on Earth in Paris. Um, She's with Amanda and Sarek. Yeah, and it was, it was going to say, it was cool to see another location on Earth besides San Francisco. Although I would like to see San Francisco. It's Starfleet Command. Yeah, right. But we saw another, uh, another Starfleet, I guess, building in, in Paris. Yeah. Uh, Sarah commits guilt in being part of the Giorgio plan, and mm-hmm. uh, he then tells Michael that she has been pardoned and is once again a commander in Starfleet. Wow. That's convenient. Everything is very convenient in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sarah will accompany her on Discovery to Vulcan, where Discovery will pick up its new captain. Okay. So we're assuming the captain is Vulcan, but maybe not. Yeah, but it's not Saru. Maybe they found uh, Lorca. <laughs> He's on Vulcan. Surprise! But it's not Saru, right, which I'm kind of bummed about. Yeah, so at this, uh, there's this ceremony where mm-hmm. the Discovery crew is awarded the Medal of Honor, and Michael mm-hmm. gives a speech about following the rules and adhering to the principles and, you know, mm-hmm. very pro-Starfleet, pro-Federation. Mm. Kind of reminded me of Enterprise or, you know, some a couple of points like this in enterprise yeah definitely well, with metal ceremonies at starfleet yeah i definitely got that uh, enterprise the feel. conflict yeah and uh we and uh tilly became an ensign mm-hmm. so there you no go no longer a cadet uh on discovery stamets explains that they're not using the spore drive to get to vulcan because the federation is committed to finding a non-human interface for it and, okay and saru is the acting captain until they pick okay. up their new captain Okay, great, great. Uh, as Discovery warps to Vulcan, they get a distress call from Captain Pike of the USS Enterprise. Yeah. And what shows up <laughs> to meet them? It's the Enterprise. Or I guess they meet. It's the Enterprise. Yeah. It's then the uh, end credits. They use the uh, end credits theme from the original series. Yeah, that was a nice touch. Uh, yeah, this episode was a letdown, uh, after uh-huh. all the cool stuff that happened in this series before sure. this. Um, sure. It was, it was, it was, uh, 
conveniently all tied up in you know 40 minutes or whatever it was yeah it was too neat everything was uh-huh. too neat mm-hmm. uh yeah everything was there were a lot of conveniences and a lot of oh okay we're just gonna wrap this up um I'm guessing it was written this way because they weren't quite sure if it got picked would get picked up for a second season. Yeah, I guess so. But you'd think that they would have had time, you know, during the hiatus and such to rework some things. But I mean, maybe it's just not the way the production went, you know? Yeah. But it was just like, oh, everything's cool. Like Michael's back in Starfleet. She's a commander. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this complication of Tyler is just gone. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. war with the Klingons is suddenly over. Yeah, you have a really good point where it does really seem like they just ha- they went out of their way to just really wrap up everything because the cliffhanger it ends on with Pike and the and the Enterprise um it has I mean as far as we know has nothing to do with the the first season. Right. It seems like it's the beginning of of something new. And maybe I mean maybe that was the plan was to end it with some sort of you know tie in with the original series or maybe it was added later after they realized they got renewed i don't know i hope it was added later because if not i would think that maybe they didn't really have a plan of where this was gonna go (laughs) you know oh we're gonna meet captain pike and the original enterprise but or not the original but the uh uh the ncc 1701 uh but oh geez we've kind of set this up now where do we go with it you know? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, although I will say, as much as it was, as it was pandering, I did enjoy seeing the Enterprise on yeah. screen. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just hope where we go with this that they don't, you know, make it too much about the Enterprise. You know, I'm more interested in seeing, you know, more about the Discovery and how it fits into this this unexplored time period. But now, now there's this crossover, <laughs> you know, we, we, we heard that this was going to be what, like 10 years before the original series. Right. Um, and now there's this, now there's this very distinct crossover. Um, where you know. I assume we'll see Spock. Was he on enterprise with Pike before? Yeah. In the uh, episode, the menagerie. Right, right. So, because we're not in the Kelvin timeline. Right. Um, so this will be different. This will be the universe where Pike, uh, becomes the, the mute guy in the weird robo box that flashes his light. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it it's, I mean, of course, I'm excited to see where it goes. And I think the ma- major majority of this first season was amazing. Um, but like you, I, I mean, I can't just, I, I can't help but be let down by the conclusion. Yeah. So the, we came out of the mirror universe episodes and then we realized, Hey, they have two episodes left. Oh no, there's still the Cleon war. How are they going to resolve this in two episodes? Surely they're going to have a cliffhanger. Yeah. And that will lead into the second season where they're dealing with this. And then suddenly it's, oh, no, everything's just wrapped up in two episodes. Yeah, I I, I was really surprised that they just tied up everything with a bow uh, like they did. Uh, I, I was really expecting this, this uh, Klingon war to be something that, you know, at least ran through the first couple of seasons. Um, and, and it just seems like after after so much, they just wrapped it up so neatly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, I mean, overall, it's a good show. Mm-hmm. Overall, I enjoyed 
what I watched. Uh, I really liked the pilot, and I really liked the Mirror Universe arc. Mm-hmm. Those are the two standouts for me. Sure. Right. But I think everything's been pretty strong in this show. Um, there's been, I mean, I could have some minor quibbles. The only time that I really feel like the show has failed for me is with this finale. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of, you know, any other real low points. I kind of feel like we, we brought up in the episode before this, we could kind of see the rapid pace at which they were trying to resolve things where they, you know, for instance, they regenerated the spores for the spore drive by yeah, terraforming that, an entire that was pretty planet bad. in like five minutes before the Genesis project ever, you know, existed as far as we know. Uh, and they just had some, you know, really convenient things happen. And I feel like this finale was the extension of that. Like it was a hundred percent convenient. Right. Uh, with a side of Clint Howard. <laughs> I mean, we got to see the Orions. Unfortunately, uh, the big show wasn't there. Yeah, I was really disappointed. <laughs> uh, and there was kind of like the next generation, if, pardon the pun, of the, the dancing girls. Uh, yeah. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm, you, you know that in a show where they were ending every episode with a huge cliffhanger or a huge reveal that, you know, I guess it makes sense that they'd end it with this huge reveal of the Enterprise, uh, which is you know, undergone a, a redesign to fit in more of the aesthetic. You know, I'm I'm really interested actually to see, you know, if we get to see the bridge of the Enterprise, you know, what is it gonna look like? Yeah. Is it gonna look more like the JJ Abrams uh Enterprise, or is it gonna look more like uh the original series? Like, how are they gonna kind of uh fit this in? And who will play Pike? Aesthetic? And who will play Spock? Yeah. That's a good point. Zachary Quinto Spock. Yeah, why not? <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's a really good point. Will we even see either of them? Yeah, what's I mean, going to happen? Maybe we'll it's just audio only. We'll have to. We'll have to. But yeah, what is what's this predicament that the pre-Kirk Enterprise and maybe pre-Menagerie Enterprise has gotten itself into? I mean, I'm really I'm excited to find out, and and I think more than anything, find out how the discovery fits into it. Um, but, uh, I guess we'll have to wait a little while, right? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. what's, uh, what's, we, we should maybe, uh, maybe start talking about some of the programming we're going to watch on CBS All Access <laughs> <laughs> in between seasons, huh? Anything, anything? Oh yeah. I totally didn't cancel my subscription after I finished this episode. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's something that we'll have to talk about, uh, once we come back for, for season two, I'll have to, have to take a look, uh, in my day job and, and see how, uh, see how CBS all access does in the meantime. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, thanks for listening, everybody. And, uh, well, we're going to take a break, a long break until, uh, discovery comes back, but, uh, we'll talk to you then. Yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to come back. Uh, maybe we can dish up some of the, the rumors and dirt on uh, season two before we come back for full time. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Cool. Okay.